Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empowered to Grow. I have a beautiful host with me um, today. Well, I'm going to call her host because she is a host. <laughs> She's a guest. She's my <laughs> guest today, though. Sally Sampson, for anyone who is Egyptian and has listened to the radio, Nyla FM at any point in time has listened to her beautiful passion coming across the waves with her voice and her laugh. Um, she is the host of uh, Happy Weekends that comes on, well, weekends in Egypt on Nile FM. But more importantly, she's a master communicator and uh, storyteller. And that comes across as her acting, singing, and the radio host part. More importantly, lately, she is also venturing as a business into being a communication coach. And um, this is how our paths cross, which I'm less than so grateful for. Sally, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for that beautiful introduction. I oh. feel so like it's, it, it sounds like those kind of introductions that you hear people giving for other people, but I've never had anyone really quite introduce me that way. So thank there's, you. There's always a first. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I know we, we just met, but I felt like I've known you for forever listening to your voice and listening to your laugh, which, which really is very infectious. So thank you for, <laughs> for sharing your energy with everyone who listens to you. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And, you know, I just love, I love being able to, to have that familiar familiarity between me and whoever it is that I'm talking to, because heart to heart conversations is where it's at, you know, and especially sure. between women, that's, it, it, we got to capitalize on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I thank you. Hence the podcast. <laughs> yes. The podcast. It's only conversations with women. Men don't like it that much. It's like, why aren't you interviewing us? I'm like, we're empowering ourselves to grow. When we are empowered to grow, you're empowered to grow. Trust us. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> women, we are, you know, if you empower a, a woman, you change, you change in ecosystems. You don't just change, you know, just the family unit or just that single woman. It, it has such a ripple effect, which is a hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. So we love you men, but this is, this is, this is all for you this too. A, so just- exactly. <laughs> Which, which actually brings me to um, um, my first question. So when I asked you, I'm like, Sally, would you please come on my podcast, Empower to Grow? What, what does Empower to Grow mean for you? What does it, how does it resonate with you? Empowered for me means literally knowing the, or realizing the potential within you mm -hmm. and and then not being afraid to, to express it and put it out there. And it doesn't necessarily mean having everything figured out. It just means that I see there's like a, like a flicker of a flame inside of me. Yeah. And right now I'm going to protect it and I'm going to do everything I can so that I can, I can, you know, allow that to shine its light so that it's not just me that sees it, but I, you know, I'm able to show it to other people. So that's how I think of being empowered. It's, it's a very, it's a calm fortitude. That's the way I see it, you know? And I think it's really important. And it's such a shame that the opposite of it is such a shame when someone doesn't know what they're capable of, you know, or the light that shines within. Mm -hmm. It is 
one of the most heartbreaking things. And there are people who live their whole lives and never fully realize that there is something greater within them than what they've been indoctrinated into. So that's what being empowered means to me. It means knowing what's within me and then allowing that to radiate forward so that someone else recognizes that as a mirror within themselves. And then that's sort of the, the knock-on effect that happens, you know, with being empowered. I love, I love that. Oh, that's a first. So no one has figured it that way, but sure. <laughs> well, speaking of being empowered to grow, would you tell us a bit about your story and how, whether you've empowered yourself to grow or you've been empowered to grow? Um, sure. I'll tell a little bit of my story. Um, I'm just going to say that I think anyone who's ever been empowered, it's, it's both of those things. You have to empower yourself. Um, but also you are empowered by others who've gone before you. So we all stand on the shoulders of the people that have gone before us, whether it's people in our direct circles or people that we've seen in life, you know, in different uh, spheres that we would like to operate in. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you and I both share a personal love for Oprah Winfrey, for example. Exactly. You know, (laughs) I've had an obsession with her since I was a little girl too. Um, Because of that, you know, she's a beacon of light and hope and, and compassion that's true. And she has been for, for years and years and years. So that's that part of the question. For me, I grew up um, across multiple countries. Um, I am one of three sisters. Mm-hmm. We are a very female family. Like, we are very female. <laughs> sisters on my end, I'm the eldest. So <laughs> definitely hear you. <laughs> gotcha. So you know what it's like. Yeah. So the wonderful thing about it being in my family is... Uh, there was such a strong feminine energy and, and uh, we were not told that we were different and we, or we were less capable because we were women, uh, intellectually, physically, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Society came in later on and, and tried to create those Take limiting beliefs. For you. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is worldwide. Like I've lived in Canada. I have lived in Bahrain, Oman. I've lived in Egypt. I've lived in the UK. And that exists everywhere patriarchal concepts and ideas and oppressive concepts um they exist all over the world Mm -hmm. but within my family it was even my father my father was always like you know no you you should go ahead you should go for this I want what's best for you I want you to be better than me this was the constant narrative at home Mm -hmm. and so we were encouraged we were encouraged to be very sociable and to go out there and to meet people and to learn from people and be around diverse diversity in general, uh, culturally, religiously, all those things. So I was at a very young age exposed to a lot. And one of the wonderful things in the time that I was born was seeing women (laughs) around me uh, able to do so much. Mm -hmm. Now there was still, there was still like, I was always a different kind of girl still like within that. Yeah. Like people believed like my mom, for example, very empowered in her own way, but still believes that there's like a norm that I should be going for as a girl. So I should be dreaming of definitely finishing my education, maybe getting a PhD, (laughs) getting, you know, the husband and the career and the babies and the nice house, you know? So that, that was the extent of her, her dream for her girls. Yes. Me, I was 13 going, I'm going to be an actress and I'm going to be a singer. And they were like, yeah, you're going to grow out of it. And I was like, mm, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think so. Did Watch it. me. <laughs> Absolutely. And I did it, you know, and I did crazy things along the way. And I had 
this is the part where it comes to like empowering yourself. Mm-hmm. As a child, I had such audacity. Like I was so audacious and I really believed that if I could dream it and I could see other people doing it through the television or through the radio or whatever. And I mean, who's to say that I can't do it too. And I had that boldness and it wasn't until like my teenage years where I got the doubts creeping in, but I always, I always preserved that part of me. And I still have that, which is what allows me to try to listen to like my inner voice Mm -hmm. and not necessarily succumb to those other voices that try to put me in a box. Like I, I'm really anti the box. (laughs) I think we, yeah, I'll, okay. We'll, we'll address that later. We'll address that later. Cause (laughs) that's a, that's a whole conversation by itself, but sure. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, I think, I think definitely I have pushed boundaries, you know, with what I want and I still, I'm still not there. Like I always talk about this. People sometimes see me because of what I do as a radio host or, you know, and and the couple of things that I've done as a performer, but I am nowhere near what I want for my life or what I envision for my life. So I'm still pushing and breaking through glass ceilings and uh, trying to challenge my own limiting beliefs and stuff like that. I really am on this journey with every single person listening, because I feel the same frustration. I feel sometimes very much caught in a rut or in a cycle that I'm unable to break out of. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I, I've learned to believe, and I've, I'm coming to terms with the fact that great things are achieved in little steps, That's true. you know? That's true. And so it's been really, it's, it's been ups and downs for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I finished university. I, I, I did very well at university here. I'd moved back to Egypt when I was 16 years old. I finished the last two years of high school. That was really difficult. And then four years in university, I did uh, mass communication. Mm-hmm. I made it my mission to graduate at the top of my class, which I did because this, this was me giving my mom what she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know? there you go. <laughs> you're the degree. Uh, you can see you're the degrees. Please take them. <laughs> Exactly. Here it is. Here are the options. And in my fourth year, I applied to drama school Mm -hmm. in the UK. Um, And it was one school. It was the only school that would accept um, international video applications. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone else required an in-person audition at the time. Our financial situation didn't allow me to just, you know, randomly fly off to Europe to do an audition, (laughs) you know? So I, I did that and I got in. And then it was the next right. step of like, okay, well, how can I actually get myself to London now? <laughs> so it's always been that kind of constantly pushing. And then when I got there, I felt really scared and really like, oh my God, did I bite off more than I could chew? Is, mm-hmm. is that what happened? And it's been that tug of war, like wanting to quit, but then like pushing forward and And again, seeing other people around me who've done it and people who have succeeded and people who are struggling. Yeah. I I have been so fortunate to have so many wonderful mentors and teachers and, and um, kind spirited and generous individuals who have reached back and pulled me, even when I couldn't find that in my, in my necessarily my direct family, I could always find it if I went a little further. So 
that's it's kind of been that sort of tug of war. And I came back from London and then that's how I kind of somehow stumbled into a, a job on the radio. I applied <laughs> and, you know, it's almost it's nine years ago now that wow. I started work. So I, I, on the radio. So it's been it's been a journey. Uh, but like I said, it's nowhere near where I I know that I'm going to end up. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I believe that we can always start today and we can still create an amazing life for ourselves and 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 have that intimidating vision and still go for it one step at a time. I think the more intimidating it is to us, the more amazing it is. And the more we're actually empowered to say, you know what, I'm going to try, I'm going to put in my best effort over here, you know? Yeah. So from where you stand now, what, what advice would you impart on your 19 year old self? I think what I would tell my 19-year-old self is it's not going to go according to the plan, Mm -hmm. but it's okay. That's okay. That's it. Not going according to the plan is part of the plan. It's okay. Because I was um, one of those people who really liked to like write out exactly what I was going to do. Like I everyone plays those stupid games when they're like in a te- like a teenager, yeah. you know, what oh, are you going to get married? I'm going to have a mansion. I'm going to have a convertible, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was one of those people that believed it. Like I really believed that I was going to be like, yeah. So by the time I finish university, I'm going to go to London. Obviously I'm going to get immediately a, a, a job and then another job. And then, and I'm going to start to work in, 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 you know, in British theater and British film in the industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cut to two years later, I'm basically Kira Knightley, a la yeah. Egyptian style. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're sorted. Everything's fine. Everything in my life is okay. Yeah. Of course, that's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, just just surrender. I think my the biggest challenge of my life is to to plan, but then and work like hard, like like a beast at what I want. Yeah. But then also there's a part where you can't control it. You just got to put your hands up and say, I surrender and whatever is going to happen, I'm going to roll with it and see how this goes. I love that. Totally. (laughs) So now you've got a time capsule and your 90 year old self Mm. wants to send you a thank you note. What would you say? She would say, Thank you for getting back up every time you got knocked down. Hmm. Every single time, even when you didn't want to, even when it took you a little longer than maybe you you wanted to stay down. You know, it it took you a little longer, but you still always got up and you always kept fighting and you always tried to see the good in the experience, the lesson in the experience and and honestly, I believe in divine order and I believe in, in, you know, God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, you know, always trying to communicate with us and teach us something to liberate us and, mm-hmm. and make us operate on a higher frequency. I really, that's my thing. Yeah. So I believe that, I hope that 90 year old me will, will have that identity of joyful, of fighter, Mm-hmm. of learner yeah. of you know just and compassion like and empathy like I want like those are the main pillars of of my existence those are the things that I would love to bring to every 
interaction, every experience in my life. So mm-hmm. I think, I think that's what I would say to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope that would happen one day and you will go beyond that and, <laughs> and keep aspiring and keep inspiring. And I think that's a beautiful thing about it. Um, you're on a stage and you've been on stages before, but this is a different stage. Now you're on a stage, you're giving speech to tens of thousands of women and the topic is being empowered to grow. What would be that last statement, that closing statement you leave them with? Well, that's a good question, Hanem. That's a really good question. I'm a, I'm a big talker. I'm not one to just say like one thing and go. Oh, you're summing it up. <laughs> you're summing it up. <laughs> Let's assume you've you've delivered everything else before that. (laughs) Fair enough. I would say, get quiet and ask yourself, who am I? What do I want? And what do I need to do to get to where I want to go? And then go for it with every piece of who you are. And don't let anyone shame you for being anything less than the brilliant, beautiful, audacious, bold, kind tornado that you are. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's the thing. I think we don't give ourselves enough permission to follow through on our audacity in the face of Mm -hmm. certain barriers that we're faced with or certain parameters or certain ceilings or um and the other part is that we get still and quiet enough to listen Mm -hmm. to listen to sure to listen to to what's outside to listen to us to our inner voice so i hear you (laughs) we're on the same wavelength a hundred percent and it's also if i could just add to that really quickly um you know, going back to the limiting beliefs that so many of us get indoctrinated with when we're young, especially women, women and you know, young girls, we're taught it's more important to be liked and to be nice mm-hmm. than it is to be an achiever. So you end up abandoning yourself in favor of everyone else and everyone else's preferences and needs. And it's one of the biggest challenges to unlearn that. Yes. And I'm, I'm a, I'm honestly, I'm a recovering people pleaser and I fall off the wagon a million times a day, a a million and one times a day. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's, it's really important to realize that being nice all the time and just like, you know, I not wanting anything and wanting to accommodate everyone is poison. It's poison. It's, it's like literally injecting your veins with, a, 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 a chemical that destroys you from the inside out. That's true. And it's so prevalent in women. And it, it just, you see so many women who become shells of what they could have been or who they once were. Mm-hmm. And it's all because they, they think it's heroic to let go of themselves and to sacrifice themselves on, you know, this, this altar that no one asked, like no one asked them really to sacrifice them on except it's a system it's a whole system and it's it's that's how it is and it has been for so many years and that stinks (laughs) that really stinks (laughs) I I couldn't agree more and and I think that's exactly 
where I like to start my story. And it's, and that only turned around for me a few years ago. And when mm-hmm. I start telling my story, that's where I start. I say, I used to be superwoman. And I used to take pride in telling people how my day starts at 5 a.m. and ends at 1 or 2 a.m. And, and the cycle keeps going on. And, and I used to get asked, how do you do it? And it was, I'm a partner in two businesses. I'm a mom of a toddler. Mm-hmm. I'm an expat. I, um, I was doing my doctorate degree. And it was like all over the place. And... Um, and I was just collapsing. I was literally physically collapsing. I, I was like going to the hospital and the doctor was like, okay, so we need to hospitalize you to figure out what's wrong. And I was like, I can't afford the log- luxury of hospitalization. I, I can't leave my son behind. I can't leave the business. I've got the studies and all of that. And, yeah. and it was at that point that I remember one night that was like really breakdown moment for me. And my son was crying, was in sleeping and everything. And my husband came in and I'm like, something's got to give. I just, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I physically cannot do this anymore. It's lying on a hospital bed, going through endoscopy and going through and waiting rooms of hospitals and all of this. And just, you know, you just look at yourself and like, why, why am I doing this? And what yeah. am I doing? And then the third question is, what next? And that's mm-hmm. the part where it's kind of an awakening within you. And it's, it's not an overnight feat. It's not some like a switch you can, okay, now we're, we unplug this and we plug this. It's a process. And I think that I call it my transformational healing journey. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, my life didn't start three, four years ago, but it's definitely where I started being conscious. And I say, I'm transitioning from an overachieving, unfulfilled person to leading a consciously led life that that starts where I reset my success parameters. And that Mm -hmm. became very important. And that's what I started advocating for. I'm, I'm saying, you know, don't leave everyone behind. Don't drop, don't jump ship and leave your, your responsibilities behind. But learn to prioritize you and learn mm-hmm. to understand who you are. What do you want? As you, were, as you started saying, what's your potential? And, and put audacious dreams and start going for them one step at a time. So, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, we, we can do a whole speech on stage for tens of thousands of women and give them that kind of hundred percent a hundred because it's so relatable and I don't know a single woman who's not experienced that weight of expectation just you know just crushing them at different and various stages Mm -hmm. and and inevitably they hit a wall inevitably but how they bounce back from that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like there's two types of people in the world and I've been both People who, who use it as a, as a chance to pivot and use it as like a trampoline to yeah. go back like and take that momentum and do something else. And people who, who just keep on running up against it, trying to see like who's going to win. You are the wall. The wall is going to win. The wall always wins, <laughs> you know. So you're right. It's, it's, uh, it's um, incredibly relatable. I, don't, I do not know a single woman that could not relate to, to what you've just said and for sharing your incredibly powerful and raw story because it's it's life that is life (laughs) sure that that is life and as you said that's how we've been conditioned and I think Mm -hmm. it's it is a kind of a raising consciousness and I'm hoping it's more of a collective consciousness um, that is going against an understanding not going against our conditioning but understanding how we were conditioned and how to select what disempowers us and start 
changing the narrative around it and start making the shifts within ourselves within our own environments and i think that's possibly what um i know that well, that's what my mission is and that's what i'm calling for um and um hopefully we uh, we pick it up and the ripple impact effect becomes bigger here here <laughs> <laughs> sally this has been amazing and i know we can go on we still have our uncharted discussion next but this will we we can uh, kind of um, sum it up here where can our um, listeners and viewers uh, find you in virtual space? Well, a couple of places. First of all, you can uh, find me on Twitter or on uh, on Instagram with the handle at Sal Sampson. That's S-A-L-S-A-M-P-S-O-N. Mm-hmm. Or on YouTube and Facebook on Sally Sampson Official. You can find me there. Or, of course, there's my website, sally-sampson.com. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to be putting, anyway, all the links in the show notes and the episode notes, but um, I always like people to say so anyone listening could jot them down as well it was an absolute absolute pleasure crossing paths with you having this conversation i know i resonated with you on so many levels just seeing like (laughs) with our first interaction so um thank you for showing up and thank you for sharing your energy with us oh thank you pleasure is all mine and thank you for allowing me to share this space and hold this space with you and and help create the ripples that you're you're hoping to create too. And I, I, I have no doubt that, you know, you're going to have a, a profound impact, even if a handful of women hear this, that is so profound in itself, you know, and, and that will continue and continue to pay it forward. So I'm delighted to be part of the momentum and part of the girl power movement to quote <laughs> the Spice Girls. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank everyone, you. thank you so much for joining us. Um, Well, we love men, we love women as well. And so we believe that we've got the power within us to empower ourselves and by empowering ourselves, we can become the epicenter of the impact ripple effect that would positively impact everyone else in our lives. So um, keep being you and keep being awesome. Love, abundance and prosperity to you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, Join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananulbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.